Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Radio Islam. I'm your host, Tariq al wishing you a blessed Ramadan, Ramadan Mubarak. Pray that your fast is going well, uh, that you and your family, everybody is, is doing well. And if you are new to Radio Islam, if you're new to the family, we welcome you. Thanks for tuning in. We're on every day from 6 to 7 p.m. Central right here from Chicago, Illinois. And we are obviously on WCEV 1450 AM. And we're also streaming on WCEV1450.com. Now, for all you new folks, you can keep up with us by following and liking our pages on, uh, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You'll find us at Radio Islam USA. That is at Radio Islam USA. You use that same username to catch up on those podcasts, all those episodes that you have missed out on. And trust me when I'm telling you, you have missed out. So you want to go to wherever you get your podcast, SoundCloud, TuneIn, iTunes, Google Play, and you'll look for us again at Radio Islam USA. So that being said, if you'd like to give us a call tonight, uh, if you've got a question or comment you'd like to pose, you can reach us at 312-750-1178. 312-750-1178. Okay, once again, Ramadan Mubarak. Um, it's, uh, it's a blessing to be awake uh, and to be up and on the uh, air with you all. And uh, for those of you who, are, who might be struggling right now, uh, it's not the food. The food is fine. I, I don't have any problem with the food and water. My thing right now, my challenge this Ramadan is, is fatigue. Right. Uh, it's fatigue. So um, just working on through it. And I know I'm not alone. So that gives me a little bit of solace. I know we are, we're in this together. Um, but uh, what we're going to do, uh, we've got a really good show for you today. Uh, we're going to check in with the third installment of Building Faith. Uh, we've got the jobs report for you. And on the uh, second half of the hour, we're going to be joined in studio by Dr. Suad Abdul Khabir. She is the, uh, the managing editor, uh, founding editor of uh, Sepulo Square, uh, as well as an artist, an activist, and uh, so much more. So we're going to be talking with her about her upcoming performance at the Chicago Hip Hop Theater Festival um, next month. But we're going to kick things off with, uh, and I think it's appropriate, uh, just a little uh, pick-me-up perspective, a little commentary on this beautiful month of uh, Ramadan with Building Faith. So uh, let's uh, let's listen in. Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Ramadan Mubarak. Welcome to Radio Islam's Building Faith. This is your host, Tariq al -Amin. Now, in addition to hosting this wonderful program, uh, Radio Islam, I'm also the Imam of Masjid al-Taqwa in Chicago, Illinois. I pray your fast is going well. I pray that you your family, your neighbors, your community, uh, everyone uh, are all receiving the healing mercies of this blessed month, which we commemorate, uh, we remember the, uh, the revelation, the sacred revelation of the Holy Quran, which is our guide from this life to the next. Reveal to our beloved prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, peace and prayers be upon him, uh, who was sent as a mercy to humanity and creation. So, with God's permission, inshallah, I'd like to share a thought that was uh, the result of someone else's thought, right? That sounds kind of funny. 
Um, Sapelo Square, they do a Ramadan reflection series where each day a person gives a commentary on the reading of the day. So after I had done my own reading, I read the commentary of my brother, uh, Ryan Yusuf Hilliard. Now, on the sixth day of reading, um, which I believe that's what he did the commentary on, um, he did a reflection on the Muslim's observation of the dietary commandments that Allah has placed on us, right? To eat of the halal and the ta'ib, right? The lawful and the good. So in the course of offering support for his overall uh, point that he was stating, he shared a narration in which a transaction was about to take place. And one of the individuals said, where is Allah in this transaction? Like, whoa, whoa. Beloved listeners, this is the only point that I want to draw attention to, that I want to remind myself and you of in this short reflection. Where is Allah in the transaction? Where is God in the transaction? Now, this isn't a question that is waiting to be asked um, when goods and services are about to be uh, changing hands. Well, not necessarily, right? It's something that you would bring to mind. But it's a question, more to the point, whose logic we must first understand. And if we understand it properly, then we'll find that this question is relevant to all situations and all interactions. So in this blessed month of purification and healing, where as I've seen uh, more than a few posts on social media stating things uh, pretty much like basically saying Ramadan is not for us to put our bad habits on pause for 30 days. It's for us to break those bad habits. Now, that really speaks to the point, uh, to the thinking that many, many of us kind of come into this month with looking at it as a pause instead of a breaking, instead of an embarking on a new, uh, a new road, uh, endeavoring on something that is better, that is going to be better for our lives. Uh, and in turn, the better our lives, the better the lives of those who are around us. The better our families, the better our communities, the better the world. So I ask you, is there a better question to ask that could have more of an impact in our striving to break those bad habits? Then where is Allah in this transaction? Now, to be clear, the thing being spent in every transaction, in every thought, in every glance, in every hearing, every movement, that thing that's being, that, that, that's being spent is time. So the question is, where is Allah in the transaction? When we find ourselves feeling the urge to take that drink, take that smoke, that pill, right? Now, some of you may, may not have figured that that would have been the thing that, that will come to mind, but the reality is, we, we have Muslims, we have people uh, who are fasting, who are praying every single day, who are dealing with substance abuse, who are dealing with addiction. And this is a blessed month, a blessed opportunity to, 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 to step into healing, to be purified. So I'm going to say again, when we find ourselves feeling the urge to take that drink, take that smoke, to pop that pill, 
right? And then we can look at the, the character uh, issues. When we find ourselves ready to criticize or to judge or backbite or be dishonest or be idle or speak in anger, be sarcastic, ignore greeting, right? any, any, any of these, these things that, that diminish our character. When we find ourselves in those positions where we're about to act, when we're about to look, when we're about to do anything, if we ask ourselves, where is Allah in this transaction? We'll be forced to answer that question. And inshallah, with God's permission, our answer will be one that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, highly glorified as Allah, that answer will be one that Allah approves of. And when Allah approves of a thing, when he approves of our actions, it improves us. So with Allah's approval comes our improvement. And if not this time, then inshallah next time, right? Because bad habits, just like good habits, they don't begin in one setting. They don't begin with one doing. So the thing is to bring to mind, bring Allah to mind. And if we do that often enough and with enough sincerity, we will find, we will find the point where Allah blesses that sincerity, where he gives us, he sees that we're giving everything that we have and he, and he adds to that and he releases us. He allows us to, to release those things that have, that have brought us down, those things that have, that have hidden the light that Allah has placed within us. He allows us to, 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 to free ourselves. He allows us purification. He allows us healing. And this is the month for us to receive that. And inshallah, that is exactly what, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, fasting, dry throat. I'm sure many of you, you, you all uh, can understand that. Um, but this is the month for us to come into that, for it to come into fruition. So the quality of our life, is going to be dependent upon the quality of the questions that we ask. And there's no greater question that we can ask is where is Allah in the transaction to gain Allah's approval and for our lives to improve. So inshallah, that is the case. May we not be punished by our own actions. May we be the recipients of Allah's mercy, his ever present and incomparable mercy. May he purify our hearts. May he make us transmitters of the mercy he has given to us in the revelation of the Quran and the character model of Muhammad the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, peace and prayers be on him. And I and I totally remind myself, I remind you, that if there's anything of benefit that comes from this, it is due only to the incomparable mercy of Allah. If there are any mistakes, I ask Allah's forgiveness, and I ask that no one bear the burden of them but myself. So, I pray uh, we all continue on this path Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Ramadan Mubarak. All right, Radio Islam family. Um, inshallah, that was uh, that was of, uh, of some benefit. Um, we're going to go ahead. We're going to keep it moving. Uh, we're going to jump right into, as, uh, as many of you know, um, well, many of you who do know, but those of you who, who may be new to the show, uh, every week we check in with uh, the Chicago Urban League. And as a service, uh, for those who are looking for employment or maybe who know someone who is, we go ahead and we do a jobs report. Uh, so, so we go ahead and we, like I said, we do this jobs report every single week uh, without fail. And the, uh, the whole point is for, 
to, to make available the resources uh, that are out here uh, for you to take advantage. And also, I'll remind you that even though we are including this in our broadcast right now, that this is also, so this is also something that you can pick up on as a standalone podcast. So we're going to go ahead and uh, listen to the jobs report right now. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the Radio Islam Jobs Report. This is your host, Tariq al And as usual, we are chatting with our good friend over at the Chicago Urban League, Kimberly S. Pearson, employment specialist extraordinaire. And we talk with her each week, and she gives us the rundown on what jobs, what resources, what training, uh, what is available each week. Kim, do we have you on the line? Yes, I'm here. Hi. Hey, thanks for joining us. So uh, what's going on this week? Yeah, so this week I'm going to switch things up a bit. I'm going to talk a little bit more about the Urban League and what we have going on here because we have so many wonderful initiatives and activities coming up. Um, And so first up, we have a relationship with a company that does delivery for Amazon, uh, the the number one retail giant in the world at this time. Uh, They will be here on June 5th conducting on-the-spot interviews as well as making soft job offers. They're looking to hire over 50 people. Um, They're looking for someone or people who can work a flexible schedule. Um, You must have a regular driver's license. Uh, if you have a Class C uh, CDL, that's also preferred, but it's not the only requirement. Um, you also must have a high school diploma or GED and a clean driving record and able to lift 60 pounds. But they're looking for individuals. They'll be here on June 5th at 10 a.m. They'll be here until 3 p.m. And please bring your resume and be prepared to complete the application because, again, they will be conducting here on the spot on uh, June 5th. And then I just want everyone to know that this is a great opportunity. We've had clients that um, signed up for this position and was accepted and have done very well since joining uh, this company. And the company is JISL Trucking. That's uh, June 5th here at 10 a.m. until 3 p.m. And so the other awesome things we have going on right now is our Community Trades and Apprenticeship Program. It's a partnership with uh, CTA. And in this training, at the end of it, you will come out with a class CDL, class A permit, as well as OSHA certification. Um, We are rigorously uh, picking up people now. We're looking for folks to come in and do the interview, uh, do some testing. Another program we have is our Urban Tech Jobs Program. That program is for any individual over the age of 18 that's interested in working in IT or have experience in IT. Uh, we're offering certifications. We just graduated a class. They did very well um, with getting the certification that was just taught by our trainer. Another program we have is our pre-apprenticeship assistance program with Access United. Uh, you can come here, you can be interviewed, you can do the application. Before you even get that far, you can learn about all of the unions that uh, have open season coming up where you can take the test and do the application. Uh, this is information that a lot of people want, but a lot of people do not have. We can help you with that. 
if you are someone who's looking just for employment, not really sure which way to go, not sure if your resume is good, if you don't have a resume, uh, you've gotten callbacks for interviews, and once after the interview you never hear back or it always leads up with the rejection, our job readiness program, Success Strategies, might be what you need. It's a five- or ten-day course, depending on how well you complete our assessment um, when you come in for our orientation. And then you'll go through that program and get some wonderful um job readiness resources and tools to take with you down a successful job search. And if you were interested in that or any of the other programs I just mentioned, um, every Thursday at 9 o'clock, so we have this tomorrow morning and then every Thursday thereafter except for major holidays, we have our Workforce uh, Development Orientation and Registration. It's here at the Urban League. You can come out and learn more about these programs, get more detail, talk to the program managers, possibly fill out applications and take the entry-level testing uh, or entrance exams necessary to join some of them right there on the spot. And, again, that's every Thursday at 9 o'clock. Uh, we have, because although empowerment to employment is our motto, one of our other things is to make sure our communities are doing well. So next Thursday at 5 p.m., uh, one of our partners is Sodexo. They will be here with their annual Eat Well to Live Well event. And so Chef Sterling, he comes out of Atlanta, does an amazing job talking about healthy ways to prepare everyday dishes. And at the end of the presentation, he always has wonderful food for the audience to try and sample. Um, so we want everybody to come out. You can bring your families, bring your friends, your children. This is a neighborhood event that's open to the public. That's next Thursday, May 31st at 5 p.m. And the last uh, just, uh, Chicago Urban League-specific announcement is our citywide job fair. This is the fifth job fair. It is going to be on Wednesday, June 20th at the UIC Forum. Um, that event, it's the biggest event we do here in work. This is one of the things that I live for at this time. Last year we had almost 80 employers. This year we're looking to have over 100. Uh, and then we saw over 8,000 people register and over 3,500 attend. And that's what we're looking for this year, bigger and better and bolder. And this is for anybody. There is When I tell you companies are there in every single industry you can name, they will be there. That is on Wednesday, June 20th at the UIC Forum. It is from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. And a great way to prepare for the job here is... All right, Radio Islam family. Uh, as I mentioned to you earlier, this is a standalone uh, segment, so you can go to at Radio Islam USA, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, tune in, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and you'll find, just look for the jobs report, and you can hear it in its entirety. Uh, right now, we're going to go ahead and take a short break, and we'll, when we get back, we are going to be joined. Actually, she's already here. Uh, we are joined in studio by Dr. Suad Abdul-Kabir uh, of Cephalo Square and so much more. So uh, we'll be back in just a moment. The Syrian Community Network, with offices nationwide, serves its Chicago area clients from its Northside location located at 5439 North Broadway. They provide housing, social services, education, basic human needs, and food security. 
the Syrian Community Network has Arabic-speaking staff and is a partner organization of the Illinois Coalition for Immigrant and Refugee Rights. You can get more info by calling area code 872-806-0141. That's area code 872-806-0141 or by visiting their website at syriancommunitynetwork.org. In the streets below, traffic had stopped. Pedestrians were lying on sidewalks and curled up in doorways. There was no sign of violence, no wrecks, nothing like that. It was as if the people in New York had simply decided to stop whatever they were doing and pass out. Ice coated my stomach. The invasion has started. To find out what happens next, read Percy Jackson and the Olympians by Rick Reardon. Explore new worlds and check out more cool books at your local library. And visit read.gov. Brought to you by the Library of Congress and the Ad Council. Radio Islam, the nation's first daily live call-in talk radio show produced by Muslims for the mainstream market. Radio Islam, on the air since 2004 because of your generosity. Radio Islam salutes its most valuable asset, you, our listener. From our producers to our interns, we appreciate your support. Thank you. Welcome back. Welcome back to Radio Islam. This is your host, Tariq Alameen, and we are still on WCEV 1450 AM, live streaming at WCEV1450.com. And as I told you before, but I'm going to tell you again, because some of you all I know just tuned in. You can keep up with us by following and liking our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You'll find us at Radio Islam USA. That is at Radio Islam USA. And you'll use that same username to find us wherever you get your podcast okay at radio islam usa all right enough of all that we are now getting into the because if, if you saw on social media if you saw the the uh the flyer that went out right there was nothing else we didn't talk about the job support we didn't talk about uh building faith all we talked about was dr suad coming in uh and we are pleased to have her if you don't know who she is <coughs> excuse me uh the coughing comes with the dry throat, which comes with what? With come with fasting. This is just part of Ramadan. So, uh, but she is the um, she is the, the the mind and the force behind Sapelo Square. Right. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so the the founding uh, managing editor, senior editor. senior editor, oh, yeah. uh, but a scholar, artist, activist, and really, I could take the rest of the time we have right now on the show to tell you just about her many awards and accomplishments. Um, but, but let's not do that. Yeah, but suffice <laughs> it to say, um, we are we are pleased that she is here with us. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam. So, one of the things that, <laughs> that we're going to be touching base on is uh, you are, we're talking about your artist side now. So, as, a, as an artist... Um, you, you have a long career and I was, uh, you know, offline, you know, I was just recounting how I remember seeing you some years back and, and you had the number right down 10 years ago. And I was like, man, it's been 10 years. Yeah. Wow. So, um, so the Chicago hip hop theater festival is coming up and you will be, um, you have a night. 
Right. That yeah. You own that night. That's that's is that June seventh? June seventh. June seventh. Um so the Chicago Hip Hop Theater Fest is a five day outdoor festival that is put on by Kumbalinks, mm-hmm. um, which has been doing hip hop theater for about twenty one years. Yeah. Um and I am and they and they call it sort of the theme is do it in doing it in the park, yeah. <laughs> like the song. <laughs> um, but on on our own terms and um I am, so my performance as a part of kind of the theme is sort of Ramadan in the park because it's Ramadan, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it'll be June 7th. I think at 6, I think it start, we're starting around 6.30, there's going to be a workshop, I think, with Kelly Crosby, who's a visual artist. Okay. Um, and then my show starts at 7. My show is called Sampled Beats of Muslim Life. It's a one-woman show that I put on. As you noted, the very first time I did it mm-hmm. was 10 years ago at a community cafe at the Inner City Muslim Action Network, the one that they held. Yes. Um, and I, the story behind the performance is that I had come to Chicago as a graduate student. Mm-hmm. I was studying hip hop and Islam in Chicago. And I was around all of these creative people. Mm-hmm. But as a graduate student, I was no longer being creative, right? So, like right mm. before, I, so like right before I started graduate school, I had my poetry was published in this anthology called um, "Living Islam Out Loud: American Muslim Women Speak," and that probably was the last thing. It was I think 2004 it came out. And um, but as a part of graduate school, you know, it's, I always like to say it's kind of like a soul crushing kind of um, <laughs> endeavor. And so while it was all about, you know, learning the kind of classics and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. as an artist and that part of me, which is something that and I should say, you know, me being an artist is something that's, I guess, more organic than formal. Okay. You know, I grew up, you know in a community where people people did, people, you just did art. People wrote poetry and they sang and they danced. And, you know, my mother was, she was a a, a sort of semi-professional West African dancer, a lawyer humha, before she became Muslim. Mm -hmm. And then when I was a kid, I was in African dance class, you know, like from little. And then in high school, you know, I started writing poetry. And um, in my, um, and this is important for the show because when I was in high school, I directed, um, I was part of, it was called the African Renaissance Coalition. And it was like the black student group in my high school, right? And every year we had a, every spring we had like a performance show. Mm -hmm. And so one spring I had read For Color Girls and Dozaki Shange's book. And so I decided, let's do it. And I like directed it. I was Lady in Red. Really? And me and my friends, Lady in Brown, Lady in Yellow, stuff like that. And so I say that because Sampled is similar to both For Color Girls, but also there was this other play performance that I saw on like PBS when I was 13, um, The Colored Museum by George C. Wolfe. And both of those are like, it's like vignettes. So almost each part could almost stand alone, right? They tell different stories, but they're part of a whole. And so that's the way sample works too. So drawing on the work, the same kind of research that I did for my book, Muslim Cool, looking at Islam and hip hop, looking at race relations, looking at gender, looking at intergenerational relations, all the kind of things that kind of I was doing with Muslim Cool, I also do in Sample, but in a different way, right? Mm. Um, through performance in a way that is, you know, we like to say it's visceral and in the flesh, right? right like, because right. we're sharing the same air together, we're sharing the same energy, mm-hmm. which is different than a book, you know? Um, there's a kind of in the moment to it all um, mm-hmm. that's there. And so... That's and so I kind of in 2008 was sort of like I need to do something creative because I've been in graduate school and I've been writing papers and all this kind of stuff and I need to do something and I was like oh well why don't I do something on this stuff you know 
And, you know, and then I just started to write it. Um, and then I collaborated. There's one scene in particular that was a collaboration um, with uh, some young, some of the women that were in the spaces I was in. And it's a scene, it's a satire on um, head, scarf, head scarf styles. And, and so it's kind of like these okay. three different scarf models <laughs> and like, and I'm narrating and the idea is that this one girl, she's gonna start wearing a scarf and, and so, um, and it's, kind of, it's, it's a joke, right? Yeah. Because the point is that people think how a Muslim woman covers is a religious choice, and it is, but it's also a cultural choice. It also has all these other meanings, right? So let me ask you this: When you uh, being in that space uh, in that particular time, right? Um, when you started writing, when you finished it, did you feel like you had, like you did something you had to do, right? Like you had been neglecting a part of yourself? Yeah, definitely. I think I, I did feel like I had been neglecting a part of who I was, and and even th since that time. It's been a challenge to continue to do it in so much as that I was, you know, I was in graduate school, I got my PhD, I started teaching. And while if we look at the history of kind of like academics, someone like Du Bois, like W.E.B. Du Bois, yeah. you know, he uh, was an activist. He was a researcher. He wrote novels. Right. So our sort of predecessors did all these things all the time. Yes, but right absolutely. now it's like, well, aren't you the professor? What you doing over there? <laughs> it's the branding. Right. It's the branding it's thing. Like, what, it's really you, like difficult. what? Huh? Like, yeah. I got to throw this out here, right. and I know, I, I know how, how you feel about this. Um, <laughs> it's a double-edged sword, but I also have to have uh -huh. to mention for the Radio Islam family, if you do not know, uh, Dr. Suad uh, was listed as one of the twenty-five. Hmm? It, just influential, they called it. Oh, just yeah, influential. Yeah, but yeah. it was 25. It was 25 people, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. All right, so right. I'm giving it a list. I like to name things. Uh, so she was listed. Uh, and this was this was by CNN. Right, but it wasn't just CNN. So the reason, like, I think, and I think it's important because the reason why it even appealed to me was that when they called me to ask me about it, they said, we asked other Muslims who they thought were influential people in their community. Oh. And so then that's a different thing, right? It's not yeah. just some random folks at CNN, you know, right. picking names out of a hat, you know? <laughs> but you get the sense that, oh, they asked people in your community. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's like a that, SAG award. Right. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> so then you're like, okay, well, this is, um, all right, I can look into this, you know. Yeah. As, uh, so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so it was cool. So it's cool to be recognized that way. Um, and you know, it's it was cool. Yeah, it was cool to be recognized that way. I'll say that. And um, and I'm just ho and I'm hopeful that um, you know, one of the things about my show is that when I performed it, um, one of the a performance a couple of years ago was at a school in New England, mm -hmm. and after it was over, this young black Muslim girl came up to me, and she she had tears in her eyes, and she was like, you know. I've been having a lot of trouble um, kind of being black and Muslim and young at the same time and didn't know I could really do those things. And seeing you let me know that was possible, right? Mm. And it struck me when she said Not that sure. because that's like the people that I saw perform, right, when I was young, mm. right, they let me know I could do that, right? And so if I'm doing that for her, so something like the CNN thing, it's only valuable if that's what happens, right? If that yeah. people say, oh, wow. I could do that. <laughs> you know? But there's there's a saying that goes beyond simply the, the Muslim community is probably more uh, integral to the African-American community, that when you get a Ph.D., mm -hmm. that you don't get it just for you. You get it for, you get it for, everybody. for a whole community. <laughs> right, everybody. So when you get an award, 
you get an award, an award for a whole community. No, definitely. Yeah, yes, so yes, uh, yes. we yes. celebrated with you. Yes, and, uh, yeah, yeah. And, no, no, and no. all those people on there. Um, so can you give us a little bit? Of, uh, yes, I can, as yeah. a matter all of right, fact. All right, <laughs> um, So this is from uh, the second scene. It's called Rajula. Um, I'll just say it, then we can explain after. Sure. Okay. Man, those shoes are nice. Look like something to shake with rock. <laughs> no, he's not that kind of shake. He's not a scholar of religion. He's a scholar of style. <laughs> Always stays dipped. You see, he knows how to be Muslim without losing your soul. Get it? Because that can happen, finding Islam and losing your soul. And one of the first ways you can tell, see your soul receding, is in your style. You see me today here in this three-piece tweed, Ralph Lauren suit, modern fit, crisp Armani shirt, skinny, non-silk John J. tie, some sandal pin cufflinks, and... There's a Brooks Brothers pocket square. A nice contrast, wouldn't you say? Some of that premium reserve Cambodian oud so a brother smells as good as he looks. And a walking stick for good measure. You see me today and you could say, I took my cues from the hustlers and the habayib, but it took me a minute to get there. So that is... <laughs> so that is I love that. <laughs> so, like I said, so... The show is on my the research, and uh, I did have a chapter in my book on black da black dandies and Muslim dandies. And mm -hmm. this actually wasn't something that was initially in the work, but it was something that over time became part of the work. And so I included that in the show. And and basically in this scene, like I, you know, the way that the the show works is that you know it's called sampled, right, for two reasons. So like in hip hop, you sample. Mm -hmm. right? right and academic sample they call yeah. it citation yes, right right, right? <laughs> um, and and the stories that i'm telling are samples it's not one person so this so this guy that i'm playing in this scene he's not just one person i, I talked to a bunch of different people right yeah. and sort of pulling together from those different peoples and their stories and their experiences this story to tell right mm. and so you got to come to the show to hit a rest <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know really here i'm tr in this piece trying to talk about race and masculinity and religious authority and what counts and what doesn't count and how do, how do people figure that out, you know, is mm. kind of what happens in that scene. But yeah. Mm. I'm delighted. That's, that, that was dope. That was dope. <laughs> uh, and I have to tell you all, Radio, Radio Islam family, you need to be there. Uh, Radio Islam is actually one of the proud sponsors of the Chicago Hip Hop Theater Festival. Uh, so I'm definitely going to be there uh, that night. <laughs> Uh, and as many nights as, as I'm able to. Yeah, right, they definitely have. The, I think it's from the 6th to the 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th. Yeah. Um, and I know that a bunch of different shows. They got shows in the morning. Some of the shows are, like, I think on, on my day, there's a morning show around 1030. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of evening shows. So, yeah, check them out. I mean, and you can go to Chicago Hip Hop Theater Festival, Fest .com, um, which is the website. Um, you can, there's a hashtag. Um, you can follow me and get more information about it, too. And, mm. and they're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And, and tell them where they can follow you at. Well, you can follow me. So on Twitter, I'm at Dr. Suad, at D-R-S-U-A-D. Um, Instagram, it's Dr. D-O-C-T-A, yes. <laughs> Suad, S-U-A-D. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> and on Facebook, it's my full name, Suad Abdul-Kabir. 
You can okay. find me there. Again. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, let's let's shift a little. Uh-huh. Bit. Let's shift a little. and let, let's talk about. Um, it, it's wonderful uh, talking to multifaceted uh, <laughs> and multi-directional people, which means that you're moving in different directions at the same time all the time. Right. Kind of right. crazy. So, yeah. Yeah. That's right. I know that life. Uh, <laughs> so. Um, uh, Sepolo Square mm-hmm. is uh, one of the lead organizers mm-hmm. for uh, the Believers Bailout. Yes. Now, this is something that uh, resonated with me immediately as soon as I saw it because I was cheering on when I saw uh, Dr. Willie Wilson, who had ran mm-hmm. for mayor mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, didn't work out for him. But he has been consistent with mm-hmm. that type of effort, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I've, I've had, uh, you know, we've had uh, Cook County State's Attorney, uh, Kimberly Fox in, and mm-hmm. we've talked with her as well. This idea of people being basically penalized for, for being poor. Yeah. And to see, uh, to see uh, Sapelo Square take the lead on something mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. was, just, uh, was just awesome. So tell us, yeah. t- tell us about it and, and yeah, how it came about and what's going yeah. on. Definitely. So, you know, actually what happened, I was at a conference in Massachusetts, a woman in Islam conference in Massachusetts in February. And um, the professor, Keisha Lee, she's a professor, a colleague of mine. She said to me, wouldn't it be cool if we like got people to pay their zakat to be able to put out of jail? And I was like, yeah, that actually would be, yeah. <laughs> you know, and why haven't we thought about this earlier? Right. Now, her idea, of course, is inspired by the National Bailout Collective, right? And they've been doing bailouts. In particular, they did both last year and this year the National Mama's Day bailout. So the idea of bailing out black mothers from jails across the country in time for Mother's Day. And so building on that, we thought, okay, well, this is something that we can do, too. Ramadan is coming up. Mm-hmm. Muslims like to pay zakat during Ramadan. Um, and you know, zakat has these categories, right? Um, and so the poor and the needy, people who are in bondage, people who have debt. And we're like, you know, whatever way you slice it, the people who are in jail just because they can't afford to pay bail can yeah. fit in any one of those categories, yeah. right? Yeah. So let's do it. So um, so after the concert, I kind of followed up with Keisha, and there was another um, um, uh, scholar there, Maythel Hassan, who was also followed with her. And I was like, I talked to my Sapolos folks. I was like, you know, I think this is something we could do. And they're like, okay, let's do it. You know? <laughs> so then, and then we began to try to figure it out. And so the great thing about the Bailout Collective is they have this toolkit. So we all read the toolkit and we were like, okay, a bailout is more than a notion. Right? <laughs> so let's get this together. So we reached out to the local bond fund. So Chicago Community Bond Fund has been around about three years. Um, and they have been doing precisely this bailing people out of jail wow. um the way they they started is that there was a case and i'm forgetting the name of the of the person right now but there was a case um in which um it's okay it, there was a case um in which someone um was killed by the police and family and friends protested that and then they all got arrested oh really yeah and then they had these huge bails and it was like well how are we going to get them out of jail mm-hmm. so they so they kind of work together as a community to bail people out of um to bail those people out of jail and that kind of started sort of community child community bond fund um and you should have them on actually the show because they would be great um guests I as would well too um um and so um so yeah so 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 they're so when we reached out to them and we said okay we want to do this bailout thing you guys have been doing this can we partner mm-hmm. and they were like sure 
you know, so we partnered with them. And then also Surat Chicago, which is a local um, Chicago neighborhood organization mm -hmm. um, as well. And then we began. And so and then we and we have a team. So the cool thing about this is that so for the purposes of the first this kind of first run, right. we're bailing people out in Cook County Jail. Right. Awesome. Right. So Cook County Jail, we made that decision because you know we had the bond fund. I was here. We had sort of the infrastructure. Uh, we're partnering with other institutions. So like the Nation of Islam has a prison reform ministry. So we're partnering with them. Um, Iman, Inner City Muslim Action Network, they have green reentry. We're partnering with them. We're partnering with Masjid Arbia. They do um, prison outreach um, as well. So we're partnering with them. And then also we brought on a national partner, Empower Change. Okay. And they're really helping us um, sort of get the work out nationally um, we've and we've have a launch good campaign okay. um, launchgood.com slash believers bailout and that's where we're kind of crowdsourcing and raising the money and you know we had an aspirational goal of 50,000 but we said we can't put that out there in public because people are gonna say that's so much money and they're never gonna give so we're like okay we're gonna put 15 right and we're gonna be really modest and we can make 15 to 30 days yeah. well you know alhamdulillah like we've gotten a lot of real interest. And so we're right now at 23,000 and we mm, launched, I guess a week ago, like yeah. on Wednesday of last week. Yeah. And so now we actually, um, and so part of that launching, so part of what happened was we had um, um, sort of empower change, launch good, then the company Saffron Road, like on Saturday, they were like, okay, we're, we're sponsoring this campaign, every like or share, we'll, we'll donate a dollar. So we've gotten a lot of interest. And so most recently, um, we have a major matching opportunity. So there are these two families that made a joint commitment to match next week's donations up to $10,000. So that means that every dollar people wow. give during the second week of Ramadan will be doubled, right? And say, so, say that again. Yes, okay, so next week, right, right? Well, basically, sort of the second week of Ramadan, starting now, really, every, we have a commitment to match up to $10,000, which means every dollar somebody donates, mm -hmm. going to launchgood.com slash believers bailout will be doubled, right? Launchgood dot com slash believers bailout okay and so we're and for that reason we're we're raising our goal to our dream goal of fifty thousand right because we think we can make it and yeah. we're just and we've gotten you know and we've gotten people from over the world people making small donations big donations you know the idea about the cats obviously is that everybody can't afford everyone is not everyone does not have to pay the cat right, right. Um, but doesn't mean you can't give Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, I did a talk, a conversation with some folks at Eman on Saturday. Right. And this is when we had the Saffron Road Challenge. And so we were just talking about the bailout and, you know, kind of tell, telling them about the bailout, particularly because and I'm going to mention this before we go for sure, mm -hmm. uh, how you if you need somebody to bail out. Right. Oh, right. Yes, so we'll talk yes. about that. Um, but we were talking to them about the bailout. And one of the things that was so great was that because we had that sheriff. That, that that saffron roll challenge it was like immediately like there were about 10 15 20 brothers in the room and by clicking something everyone had just contributed to freeing their people and i mean wow. you know what i mean like chills you're like wait a minute wow. you know what I mean? and so even there's no challenge anymore but even if it's a dollar right if, even if what you have is a dollar mm -hmm. like that dollar right can contribute, right, to freeing someone. And I think this notion of freeing, the reason why we have in our campaign, we we cite that verse from the Quran, right, um, from Surah Al-Bala, 
embedded, right? And what mm. is the steep road? Yeah, it's the yeah, freeing yeah. of a human being from bondage. Yeah. And I think part of that is really important to our campaign as well because we want, you know, bailouts are a tactic. They're not the end game, right? right. The end game is abolishing money bail and the end game is prison abolition. This is our end game. Yeah. But we have to get there. And in the meantime, right, mm -hmm. like Abu Bakr freeing Bilal, like our enslaved African ancestors freeing each other. In the meantime, we're gonna free ourselves. That's right. <laughs> right? Okay, so That's this right. is kind of what we're doing. And so it's a really fantastic, I think, what the bailout is doing is because it brings together all these different things, right? For Muslims, it brings together our sort of, speaks to how our religious tradition is relevant, right? To, um, to what things that we're dealing with right now mm -hmm. um, as, um, black people right it, it 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 speaks to sort of we know intimately right mm -hmm. what mass incarceration does mm -hmm. to people on the inside and out right um and we're also speaking to the broader community because again about bail penalizing poverty the idea is that you know if if the criminal justice system does really proclaim the principle of innocent until proven guilty, then this doesn't do that, right? And so part of what we're doing with the bill is restoring that, right? And there's a point that I, I want to, to give out for the Radio Islam listeners, and that is you can be a person of, of conscience, right? But think about the fact that today there is no physical, there's no physical danger that you encounter in, tra in giving to free somebody and in, 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 uh, in taking up this, this challenge, uh, fulfilling the responsibility yeah. to, to free somebody, to, mm -hmm. to, to get them back to their loved ones, to, mm -hmm. to make sure that they're not losing their home, that they're not, mm -hmm. losing, um, they're not losing their job. Right. right. So it's not like you're being called on to pull a John Brown. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. There's no physical danger right, involved. Right. It's low risk. Low right. risk. <laughs> Very low risk. So if you stand, if there's anything that that I believe um, as as a Muslim is that we always stand with the oppressed. Yes. And uh, and this is one of those clear opportunities that everybody we all have the capacity to do something uh, for for this effort. Right. So. And so if you have a loved one who is Muslim, who is in Cook County Jail, mm -hmm. or on electronic monitoring because they can't pay money bail, call this number, right? 1-844-END-BOND. 1-844-END-B-O-N-D. You could also go to chicagobond.org chicagobond.org and they have a contact form on there that you can also use to reach out and when you call the number or if you go on the website just mention believers bailout so that you'll be sort of you know connected to the right folks um, but this is something you know like I said alhamdulillah we now have $23,000 and so now it's time to start freeing people that's, <laughs> that's, like, that's amazing is, like this is what we're ready to do and um, to kind of bring the two together the show and the bailout um, 50% of the proceeds from ticket sales from Sampled are going to go to the bailout. So, um, you know, it's a win-win, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That is definitely a win-win. Um, well, that, that, that's awesome. So that's the show is June 7th. June 7th. The bailout uh, is all Ramadan. All Okay. Yeah. So, so we're going to cross the bridge after we get to it at the, the end of uh, Ramadan. Right. It, it, with regard to because this is something 
man, you know, it, it, it's so needed and it's so wonderful right. that, that you all are doing this. Yeah. Um, or, or is it going to be, you know, this has been just too crazy. To just <laughs> no, no, no. I, no. I think there's a lot of interest. So I think a couple of things I should say, too. You know, yeah. so you can go to believersbailout.org to find out more about the, the campaign. We're also really interested in partnering with um, Muslim organizations in the Chicagoland area because one of the things that's really important about a bailout is that you also provide support for people who are bailed out, right? Because yeah. if they're poor, right, and they're marginalized, then there are things that probably that they need help with to make sure not just that they go back to court and resolve their cases, but also other needs they may have in their life. And so we have a post-bond support team that is, that's what they're working on, trying to sort of make sure we have things in place that we can connect people to. Um, but I think definitely um, there's a lot of interest both here in Chicago but also nationally. So we anticipate this not ending with Ramadan. I mean, mm -hmm. I think that the first push, that's, that's what's going to happen. But um, we won't spend all the money during Ramadan, right? right? And so I think we'll be continuing to, to try to help and release people um, and to free people and to sort of really, again, this is part of – we're also asking people to host iftar. So if you go to the website, we have a toolkit that can teach you how to host an iftar. You can fundraise, but also to educate and 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 really to sort of find out what's going on in your local area. Right. Um, what are the 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 organizations and the communities working on abolishing money bail in your local area? How can you get involved? And how can the Muslim community where you're at really become advocates? Right around. Um, sort of ending mass incarceration, which we know is just inherently unfair and That's racist. That's the goal. <clears throat> yeah. That is definitely the goal. And, um, yeah, so we definitely, we are definitely in support and looking forward to uh, to seeing people free. Yes. So uh, we thank you for, for being here with us. No, thank uh, you for having me. Yes, always a pleasure. Uh, Radio Sound family, um, we're going to put that information up on our Facebook page. We'll tweet it out as well. We'll be retweeting and all that good stuff. We suggest you do, uh, you do the same. Uh, let's make this Ramadan count, right? Let's make it count. All right. So that being said, uh, we want to thank our engineers over at WCEV. Leonard, my man Leonard. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, we want to thank our engineer, the, um, the impressive one in studio, assistant producer Ibrahim Bey. I'm your producer and host, Tariq Alameen. Our executive producer is Abdul Malik Bajahid. We remind you that the views expressed by the host and our guests are theirs and not to be taken as a representation of Sound Vision, Inc., and with that, good people, we're going to leave you as we greeted you. Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you.